재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back. Time now for Planet Korea, our weekly blank canvas, where we pick a topic and chase it down whatever cultural paths it may lead us on. This week we're getting sporty and tapping into a form of exercise that capitalizes on Korea's love of the mountains. Except no mountains are involved, at least in the beginning. The sport of indoor climbing is picking up a lot of fans because of its intensity and its socially oriented teamwork. We headed out to give it a try. Korea is a really mountainous country, and the mountains attract a ton of hikers on the weekend. But here, in the heart of Gangnam, a whole lot of Koreans are getting vertical on indoor walls. Hey, my name is JT. I work for the Just Climbing. I'm glad to be here. On any given night, JT and his fellow trainers teach fitness buffs how to make their way up Malbi walls and push themselves to the outer edges of exertion in the process. You sound like you've spent considerable time in the United States, have you? Yes, I did. Uh, I lived in the U.S. for about seven years. I was a student there, finished high school and college degree. Is that where you got into climbing? Yes, I started climbing in the U.S. I was looking for a community of some sort, and I happened to bump into a climbing gym, met a climbing coach, and I just fell in love with it. So even in the U.S., you did your climbing indoors, or did you go out to mountains? Well, I started at the indoor gym. That's when I got into it. But then through the climbing community, I got to go outside, climb elsewhere, like Red River Gorge in Kentucky. I also went to California, Utah, elsewhere for outdoor climbing as well. Now, this gym is called the Jaws, and that word Jaw or that name Jaw is kind of well-known in the Korean climbing circles, right? Yeah, that's right. The name Jaw comes from the family. Jain, Jabi, Jaha, they're three legendary climbers in Korea. They're actually quite well-known in Korean climbing communities. Jain is still active. So is Jabi. They're Asian and global champions of climbing, and this is their, their gym, and that's, that's where, where they train as well. Is this, this isn't really a big sport in Korea yet, is it? I wouldn't say it's big, but it's definitely rising. Uh, and the community has grown quite big. And recently, with the uh, family here, especially Jain, uh, who is a well-known climber, climbing became more popular. And also, there's a lot of diverse communities here within the climbing. So there are Korean people climbing here all the time. There's also a good amount of foreign climbers here. And definitely, it's rising sports. What kind of people come here? I mean, this is not a this is not a remedial fitness kind of thing where you come if you're tremendously out of shape. You 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 kind of have to be sporty to start this. I think that's what people worry about uh, joining the climbing community. But actually, you you will be surprised how many different kinds of people come and go. We have just normal workers. They they work during the day and come to the gym right after and climb. Some are older, young kids also come and climb. I just had a class with uh, about 15 young students after school program. And uh, yeah, you will be super men and women. So yeah, you will be surprised how many diverse groups in, uh, within the climbing community. What are the benefits? How do you sell this to people? What can somebody gain from coming to a climbing gym? One is definitely it's, it's an activity. So you get the, the physical benefits. But within that, there are two things. One, climbing is not just merely like strength training. You actually do work a lot on your uh, endurance and breathing technique. 
So it's kind of like somewhere between cardio and workout. So you get the benefit of both. So that's one for your physical benefit. Secondly, it's really fun. Uh, I used to work out too before I joined the climbing community. I was always, you know, when you work out, you're usually alone doing just lifting weights and stuff. Uh, whereas climbing, you're, you're solving a problem together, you're doing the route together, you're spotting each other, supporting, cheering each other. So there's like a, a sense of fun and enjoyment in there. Third thing kind of goes well with the second part. There's a sense of community built uh, in the sports because you're not climbing by yourself. Mostly you climb with someone else. You're spotting, talking when you're not climbing. So definitely there's a kind of a sense of trustship and community. So those three things are some of the benefits that I can think of. The social aspect sounds in a Korean cultural context kind of important. The fact that it's teamwork and that you can go and do it together and you're, you're leaning on each other. Yeah, definitely. And I... In my opinion, Korean people love cl- uh, community and they, they belong to community and the, the sense of community is very important. However, it can be also very kind of clicky sometimes. So if you don't belong to the community, you can kind of feel as isolated sometimes. However, uh, the climbing community is very wide and open. Uh, like I said earlier, there's a great number of different people coming in. And somehow they mingle with one another. And I think the sports itself, like I said, you just come in and you start climbing. You don't have to say much about your job. You don't have to say about your age. You just come and say, hey, can I try this problem with you? And you're like, yeah, you all of a sudden start climbing together. And hey, there, you, you can just start bonding right away. Just taking a look around the room here, all of the walls surrounding the room are covered with little knobby plastic things to grab onto and to get footholds in bright neon pastel colors, blue, green, red, purple. And uh, there are different levels of challenges. There's some that are just straight vertical, and then some of them curve back in on the room almost going upside down, so you have to use a lot of upper body strength. And all around the room, there are these big, fluffy, gray cushions. So if you were to drop from these modest heights, you wouldn't have that big of a problem. You'd land on a big, marshmallowy cushion. Teachers like JT help the climbers along with what they call stick training, where they use a wooden stick to tap on different climbing knobs. So what I'm doing is I'm pointing to the next hole that she's supposed to go to, and that way you can just train uh, with a partner. I suppose you're going to think this is an excuse, but the night we went to the climbing gym, I had a bit of a pulled hamstring, so I didn't do any climbing. Instead, I outsourced the climbing to our young and ever-upwardly mobile intern, Hansel Ju. Hansel, you've been with us as our social media intern now for, what, uh, about a month? Uh, About two and a half weeks. Two and a half, three weeks, yeah. Yeah, It already feels like a month, which is a compliment. Thank you. So uh, you've got your um, 
hiking booties on. I guess as an Australian, this is the kind of sporty thing you guys do all the time. Yeah, well, I remember um, when I was really young in primary school, this was what I did almost every weekend. Um, so there used to be an outdoor um, climbing area set up for mostly for kids to give it a go in the city. Um, and I would literally go there every Saturday just because I loved it so much. And we have so many indoor climbing um areas as well um just set up all over the place lots of kids birthday parties um 21st that sort of thing so you're an old pro at this i'm an old pro at the kids version (laughs) i like to think of myself as being a little bit better than a complete beginner but i wouldn't say i'm a pro how's the climb hansel it's a lot harder than what i remember (laughs) I bet you it's real easy to talk to me and do this interview while you're up there hanging on the wall. So easy. So easy. This is exactly what I want to be doing right now. No problem breathing whatsoever. No, not at all. Just move on toward your destination. There you go. Left hand hit. Awesome. Right hand all the way down here. Up here, right hand. <gasps> Come on, you got this. <laughs> One up high, one up high, one up high. Nice. Oh, my God. All right, left hand up here. Come on, bring your left foot out here. There you go. Come on. There, you can play. There you go. Awesome. Oh, my God. That's hard. That's really hard. Well done, well done. How are you feeling? Very tired. I feel very worked out. That's a great workout. And I've, I've got my little timer on my microphone. It says you've been climbing for approximately 2 minutes and 30 seconds. Oh, <laughs> only. <laughs> okay. I think I should probably work on my fitness a little bit more then. <laughs> it's a pretty diverse bunch that climb the walls here at this gym, made up of Korean women and men alike. I'm Chong Man Jung. I've been coming to this indoor climbing place for about a month. It probably goes the same for any other sports, but my favorite part about indoor climbing is that you always need to think before you move your body. When you come here and start climbing, distracting thoughts vanish from the mind and that helps reduce stress. I'm Che Heian and I'm 26 years old. I graduated last year, but I'm currently studying to get a job. It's not easy for women to build muscle, and while I was doing other exercises, I realized they weren't very enjoyable and I wasn't gaining a lot of strength. But a friend of mine recommended climbing, and it has turned out to be more fun than what I'd expected. Climbing is different from other workouts, like regular routines at gyms, where you just keep exercising. You have to take breaks to rest your muscles so they can recharge and you can resume. Because you get more rest in between, I think you end up spending more time working out. Generally, how much education or practice does a person need from coming in here as a complete noob to being able to just climb the walls as they wish? It definitely varies, uh, depends on the person. However, I, I would say the, the classes usually last for a month, 
So that's kind of a general uh, timing for somebody to become, you know, the next level climber. But I've seen people just third day just start climbing something, you know, much more difficult than the beginner. So it kind of varies, depends on the, the person and the, how much you, you contribute your time to it. Everybody knows Korea's got a ton of mountains, right? Mm-hmm. Most people think of them as hiking mountains. Mm-hmm. Are there places where you would consider it primarily a climbing venue or... You know, does the, the Ministry of Sport foster the, the sport of climbing? Yeah, you will be surprised how well um, the climbing routes and uh, outdoor climbing in Korea has been developed. I've even seen people traveling to Korea to do some outdoor climbing. It's not as, as big as, you know, some other places like the U.S. or uh, Spain, some of the big climbing areas. But there are definitely a good amount of routes, outdoor routes uh, developed in Korea. Um, Insubong is a big area. Busan is also, uh, there's a lot of good uh, number of climbing. And another good thing is that it's still developing, which means that there, there are more potential you know, places that can be developed as a climbing site. What has been sort of the trajectory of the sport here in terms of growth? Uh, I would imagine even 10 years ago, there probably wasn't a lot of this type of climbing going on, or was there? Yeah, definitely it's been growing a lot in the past several years. And like I, like I mentioned, some of the big names in climbing, especially uh, when the people heard about the big names in cr- climbing, like Giant or some other uh, big climbers, when they see them in the media, in the news, in the, you know, or even uh, on the advertisement, they probably gain more interest in it. Secondly, the, the climbing tradition has been changed a little bit. It used to be like an old-school mountaineering slash climbing, whereas now the indoor climbing became more like energetic and young. There's music playing all the time, and there's like climbing party once in a while. So one of the things that we started at the Joss Climbing Gym is that we started having a climbing party every two months, that's when uh, all the members can come and we just it's a, a day event they come and climb there's drinks and music uh, DJ playing music some people dancing climbing drinks are hopefully after the climb is done uh, mostly <laughs> sometimes people take it as an energy drink <laughs> Bad stuff coming better run to the top of the mountain Yeah, the climbing gym has already sparked some interest in our show team. At least one member is uh, headed back for a climb soon, and I think I will probably give it a try myself. That'll do it for this special Saturday edition of Koreascape. Our show is produced by Christina Saul with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. Remember to follow us on Facebook or on Twitter. Koreascape is the handle. And please join us next Monday. We'll be back then to discuss Korea's literary prowess and its prospects for a potential Nobel Prize in Literature as next week's Theory of Korea. We'll see you then.